Welcome once again to another episode of the Cathartic Podcast. This is once again your annoying talking head, Page Man, coming at you with another podcast, as I already said. Yay! So before we get started, I have a really, it's a really cool episode I'm looking forward to doing. I've been trying to get this person in for a little while, and I'm glad he came in. But first, before I get there, some housekeeping stuff i got to take care of. Our weekly soccer scores are as follows. Uh, 2111, and now it's just on Saturday. Sunday scores. Hey, look, a 0 to start off today. A 0 Wow. 03-1121-2010-0505-4121-0101-1023-0311-22-0020-2020-2011-01. And those are your weekend soccer scores. Lastly, unofficial sponsor of the Page Catharsis. The hell am I? Cathartic Podcast. There we go. The cathartic podcast. Thank you. <laughs> the cathartic podcast. Uh, NutriFit. Technically, don't sponsor us, but I like them too much without giving them a cheap plug. NutriFit provides effective all natural performance enhancement supplements for those looking to build more muscle, burn fat, increase performance, and give you the results you deserve. Deserve. There's no D at the end. Greatness is earned. Go check their crap out at NutriFit.net. NutriFit with two T's, F I T T dot net. A lot of good stuff. No artificial flavors. No. Artificial colors, none of that good stuff. I do use their BCAs and aminos. I like them. You just have to get your own flavors. So to see which ones you like. So with that being said, again, very excited to have this person on board. You don't know who he is, but you should in the future because he does some really good work. Please welcome Anthony Marshall. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, nobody really needs to know who I am. But uh, I think I know your work, know. at least. Yeah, it'd be nice. Uh, I realize I've been working for a while. Uh, it's cool if you don't, but you know, you know, if you're not going to pay me, then it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> very, very true. So we got hooked up through basically my neighbor, neighbor's son, Nick, mm-hmm. and I was looking for a logo, basically, for lack of a better term. Had a real one that I wasn't too sold on, but I bought, paid for it anyways, and that was just stupid on my part. Well, at the time, I, I believe you were just looking for somebody to help you out with getting the new logo fi- fixed up. And I, you, yeah. you thought it was just going to be the logo. Yeah. And I believe even on our first uh, meeting, I was telling you, we got to fix a little bit more than just the logo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you did. Yeah, that was our first meeting. You're doing it wrong. Oh, shit. It's okay. Mick, God damn it. it. It happens. A lot of people don't realize how important a logo is to their company as mm-hmm. a whole. And I mean, what you were working with was fine, but I think you deserved better. And no. a lot of people, when they're going into this design process, when they're trying to figure out what they want their company to look like, they have an idea, but then they settle really easily. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a huge issue I had. I really didn't have an idea of what our, where I wanted to go with the logo mm-hmm. for, for the facility. It was went out I mean, we had when i had a business partner we were our whole company was a different name we had a different kind of idea of the logo it was old republic it was a bear involved because of california california is 
the California Republic. So we're going with using that name. Term. Everybody knows you're based in California. Yes, right. <laughs> yeah, okay. pretty much. Well, now they do. No, they, they, they know. But um, so we had kind of a very similar logo to the one that you saw yeah. before you fixed. It was just more of a bear head with the guy in it, which no one knows what the hell we're talking about. But it, no one's listening, anyways. It's all right. You're not missing out on much. Yeah, exactly. But so we had that logo and I was never solid sold on that particular logo, but I went back to the same website who I'm not going to plug to do a cheap one again. And lo and behold, the guy who did the bear logo also did the one that I brought to you because mm-hmm. it was just the best one out of the group, but I was never satisfied with it. It was not the one that it truly was. Yes, this is what I wanted. But at the same time, it was hard to didn't know. It was the most shiny piece of shit at the time. Exactly. The exactly. No. Exactly. And then, <laughs> meeting with you and you're just asking me questions saying, i don't know the answer to this question because i just don't fucking know <laughs> and then you came back with what you came back with and we just kept working on it and finally when we have a look catharsis fit has a logo and cathartic uh, podcast has a logo that i'm proud of and i'm proud that i met you and happy that i met you to make this logo because it's clean it's simple it's easy but I think it makes a point, and you were talking first time I met about marketing, like the Nike swoosh. You don't need Nike on it. There's a swoosh. You know exactly what it is. And exactly. I think once all my cathartic crap, catharsis crap, grows, people just see that logo and go, oh, that's catharsis, or that's cathartic podcast, or that's cathartic apparel type mm-hmm. of deal. And that was all because of you, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, I mean, thank you. I appreciate it. It was, um, it was a lot getting you to settle down really mm-hmm. on what the things you wanted were for the logo. That was really the hardest part. Not really hard so much as I don't think going into it, you understood. (laughs) My voice just went out. Um, I don't think you understood like the things that you needed in your logo to project. It's not that you didn't have the ideas. You were working on the ideas, but you hadn't figured out quite what things you wanted to portray because early on we were looking at what there was a star there was a person there was the bear that was (laughs) that it was just a lot it was a lot in one thing and it's cool to have represented some of the things that were in there it just did not work out Mm -hmm. and we needed to get you simplified down to something that just kind of worked for what you were doing i mean catharsis is such a uh an evocative word you know yeah it says a lot without, I mean, it, it says a lot and it is a lot, but as a word, it feels like it's one thing. It's a solid idea, mm-hmm. you know, even though catharsis can be any sort of thing, it, it is kind of the release, you know, and yeah. that I think is really what got your logo done. No, I think it's a great, a good, good, great point. I think again, if I never met you, I would be stuck with this stupid ass guy <laughs> with the flame behind him. I didn't even want the flame idea, and the star was just there because it's part of the flag and all that crap. And it was just uh, it's uh, funny you say that, and we ended up with the flame anyways. I know <laughs> it is, but you know it's a cool flame because it has the C and the F kind of in it. So I, I, I'm cool, and it doesn't look. I don't know how to play it. Like, um, there's certain logos I've seen, like as a sports fan, mm-hmm. that okay, they put their school initials in this form as mm-hmm. a logo but i hate it like um washington washington state you know the washington state universe i no? don't okay I'm i'll look them up real quick keep talking their their logo is it's a cougar because their mascot is a cougar but they have the wsu as is what makes it the cougar mm-hmm. and that 
toughest. Oh, I uh, see that. That's see kind it? of ugly. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> so it looks that more like stuff, a snake. It does, doesn't it? With a turtle shell. Mm-hmm. It's a snail. Look at it. It's a snail. <laughs> <laughs> so I was afraid when putting the C and the F into the logo, I was always afraid this is going to come out like that. Mm-hmm. But the way you did it, just how everything is fit, fits, it works out perfectly fine because it looks like a flame. And then if you actually go, wait, well, why does that flame have two little things coming off a part of it? The other one doesn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the C and an F. Oh, double right. deal. So it was a great design. And I have thanked Nick. I've thanked you multiple times for mm-hmm. meeting up and dealing with my, oh, no. <laughs> it's all right not everybody knows what they want out of their logo i mean even you didn't at the start but that's the point that's where my job comes in how do you when you go into that situation someone like myself or whoever whoever else you meet how do you approach that and what do you mentally think of or what do you mentally in your head prepare to do when you walk into a meeting with somebody who like me goes i don't really know what i want this is the old logo it sucks or i just i don't have a logo at all i'm just looking for something Type of deal. So what is your mindset? What is your game plan when you go in? So just as a normal thing, uh, I assume that anybody who's either hiring me for something or is putting me on a job does not know anything about what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. The reason I say that is because if they did, uh, they still, well, how would I say this? I assume that they don't know what I'm doing. Even if I'm asking them questions, they might not get why I'm asking those questions. So I kind of try and explain everything as elementary as possible. Um, Because, again, people don't always think about the things that they're putting down. They have these ideas. They have these grandiose ideas. But it doesn't always work. (laughs) You know, Um, part of the reason you hire me is to consolidate the, the ideas, make them work, make them into something that will give the same feeling or meaning that you want it to. Um, In particular, with people who don't know what they want, and, you know, no offense, but you guys are some of the worst people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And it's it's not anything about your character or anything like that, but it's more so, like, trying to figure out what you want is the real job so i have to make sure that i'm asking the right questions Mm -hmm. because if i don't ask the right questions and mind you it took us several weeks to get down to even what you were thinking about yeah but um well even then i didn't quite know what i was thinking about it (laughs) popped into my head and go oh yeah that makes sense really good idea yeah you got to do a lot of inception sometimes (laughs) because people don't they don't know what they want yeah you know uh, you have to be careful also, like when you're doing these designs, to make sure that if you throw in a design, it's one that you as a designer actually like. Otherwise, it might fall short and or the, the client might pick it. Um, but back to the back to the other thing. If if they don't know what they want, you have to really just ask a lot of questions. If you can't work with the person that is that is essentially asking you to do the job, then, you know, then you're not going to be able to complete it. If you can't communicate, and I find that a lot of uh, designers, even ones that I know, uh, when they're talking to their clientele, they don't know how to socialize. Uh, I'm very lucky. I was raised in a family in which I had to learn how to socialize. Uh, We have a big family, so it's like one of those things you need to be able to talk to people. Uh, Basically, if you don't speak up, you don't get fed. 
Okay. It's one of those. <laughs> See, you're, you come from a big family. Like you said. Um, I myself am one of oh, seven. Oh, jeez. Seven, I think. I mean, we're, we're kind of spread out. I only really have uh, a couple that are around me at any mm-hmm. given time. But growing up, it it was different depending on what was going on. Okay. Um, but, like, my dad is, like, one of 14. Holy mackerel. Yeah. Wow. My so, mom's one of, yeah. It's It was, we got a lot of people in our okay. family. So when you go to the, like, family parties and mm-hmm. stuff like that, speak up or don't get fed. <laughs> It's one of those, <laughs> but yeah. Now, um, I had a question, but it went away. That happens a lot. It's okay. We got time. <laughs> no crap. Yeah, James, edit all that. Just yeah, no, keep it. We'll start over. Keep, it. <laughs> <laughs> keep this in. No. <laughs> um, when you have that person, you can talk about a mindset and asking the right questions. I know, like for us. Look, I felt bad when the first time I met you. I, I felt bad because I had no, literally no clue, and I just, I just knew going in that he, he's going to find some way and he's come up. He's going to come up with a logo or something. That I'm going to go, aha! That's what I want, but I don't know I wanted it until he makes it. And again, I mean, how many times I apologize to you via text? I'm sorry, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Yeah, this guy <laughs> says, "Oh, I'm going to be an asshole. I'm going to make sure I get my money's worth." And I'm like, "No, you're not." But okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, I, you know, sometimes it is great for people to actually be sort of an asshole when mm-hmm. you're asking for what you want. You know, we're not mind readers. Um, yeah. I, I don't think I officially said I'm a graphic designer, right, uh, but graphic designers are not mind readers. We kind of have to take whatever you give us and work within those specifications. Mm-hmm. The problem is if you don't have the specifications up front, then we don't know what it is that you actually want. So again, my job is narrowing that down, making sure that uh, you get the things that you want. And sometimes people don't know what they want. I mean, the the hardest question for anybody to ask is what do you want, or for anybody to answer rather, is what do you want? Yeah. Because it's so simple, but it asks all kinds of questions at the same time. And if I stopped at just what do you want, then that would be on me. Because sometimes you can't communicate that. Yeah. So from that point, I typically will ask, um, I don't know, what are the things that you like? What are you into? What do you want to? Uh, what do you want your logo or your company to say about what you're doing? What do you do? That's actually a very important question. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will get logos made, and it doesn't it doesn't particularly say anything about what they do. You know, uh, part of the reason why other logos like FedEx. You know, that was one that we were talking about um, during the design process for your logo. Yeah. Um, Because FedEx, uh, it's a fairly popular logo as far as like logo design Mm -hmm. goes, because, you know, it's Federal Express. They shortened it to FedEx. If you look at FedEx as a logo, it it looks like a truck. Like the the shape of FedEx looks like a truck. And then there's an arrow in it. Another arrow. Yeah. But... If you look at it, FedEx looks like oh, a truck. Yeah. It does, doesn't it? Right? The shape of Fed is kind of like the trailer where X is the uh, detractor, if you will. Okay. Yeah. And then it's subtle, in, too. It's very subtle. You see the arrow right away. Mm-hmm. 
but you don't see the truck until someone like you brings it up and go, oh yeah. <laughs> but that's my job. I'm supposed to know these things. I'm also supposed to be able to pull off some of these things and mm-hmm. make sure that if I want that sort of effect in the kind of logo that I'm doing, that I bring it up. I mean, there's some things about logos that people don't really realize. So what I can do and what I often ask is, is there any logo that you already like? Mm-hmm. Something that appeals to you, something that speaks to you. A lot of logo logos that are put out are really based on other people's logos because you can take similar ideas mm-hmm. and kind of implement them in your own design. Um, I mean, we talked about this early on, having the arrow in FedEx was really cool, something you liked. It wasn't particularly something we fit into your design. Yeah. Um, but it was something that we kind of liked. Instead, we settled on something that you didn't like and made it work for you. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> which is another that. thing that I had. <laughs> but um, there's also, I completely forgot what I was going to say. Don't worry, we have time. No, I know. I was, <laughs> uh, what was the question before this? How are you going to do a meeting with people who don't know what the hell they want? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, also, that it's very good to make sure that you narrow down your demographic, which you did not do whatsoever. No, <laughs> um, I do not. He, he wants to be very clear that catharsis is open to everyone that comes in. That being said, as a design person, it is not a very easy thing to do to design for everyone. No, because uh, the space even though it is available to everyone, does not always need to market to everyone. Yeah. Um, there are things, well, gyms in particular. Excuse um, me, we're a training facility. Training facilities um, are <laughs> available to everyone, but um, they're not necessarily intended for use by everyone. Yeah. Again, like early on, again, you said everybody. And I had to yeah. narrow that down because clearly there aren't really too many powerlifting children that are out there. <laughs> there's some we just gotta find them like one or uh, two. that's that's somewhat of a liability i imagine <laughs> i got a but, labor they gotta sign somewhere yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know there there's certain things you don't necessarily need to market to them you also don't necessarily need to market to people who are already within the area unless you don't think that uh you're not already reaching them because yeah. I believe, uh, is it powerlifting you said you do, or is it? Uh, we're powerlifting, beginning strongman, a little bit of bodybuilding. Okay. I don't, I don't know how often you specify that, and I know I've asked it before, uh, but. When people ask me what type of facility it is, that's mm-hmm. what I tell them. Okay. But also add in, well, we'll accept anybody if you want to come in and work hard. And I, I mean, that's definitely yeah. reflected in the way that you guys do business and everything that's been going on. Uh, but again, doesn't make the logo no. making easier. No, I bet, yeah. <laughs> Um, I think one of the more influential things that, that happened in terms of questions when it came down to designing the logo was what you really wanted long-term with it. Um, you had said something about wanting to, to be effective in your branding. I don't remember specifically what you said, but I yeah, I, I was trying I, to be the last for that. <laughs> a lot of you're like it's all gone yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, the first couple of meetings we had, we went to places that served alcohol, and now you're <laughs> you're blaming the alcohol. It's not the alcohol. No, I've talked to you while you're sober. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the sober sober conversations. I might remember. Uh, <laughs> Maybe, uh, but no. Um, 
the effectiveness of your logo in terms of like branding your company was a really big thing. And I, I, I stressed a point about how some sporting good companies have their logo, but it doesn't really say anything about them. Mm-hmm. Um, or that it, it is not like something you necessarily associate with them. Nike was a really big one. I know we've said that several times. We're not getting paid by Nike unless, you know, you want to get that Nike catharsis sponsorship, you know? <laughs> Come on, Nike, uh, you're through, dear. But, uh, but one of the big things that we were looking at is making sure that your logo stood out by yeah. itself. Um, a really big thing. Because, like, again, we said the thing about the Nike swoosh. Just if you see the swoosh, you know it's there. Mm-hmm. So a big thing for your logo when we were working on it was making sure that if you look at it, it's like, no, that that is what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only hard part after making the logo is making sure that it's, it is associated with that. And yeah. you've done a pretty good job. I mean, we worked on the window wraps for here mm-hmm. uh, yeah. for, for a little while and getting those set up. I'm glad they turned out really well. Yeah, um, they, came out, they came out real well. I mean, they put... <laughs> Even when they put the other one, yeah, (laughs) was it sideways? Yeah, yeah. She, um, shouldn't say she. They, they misread one of my measurements, Mm -hmm. and all my measurements were lined up perfectly. Mm -hmm. I went to the email. She just switched the numbers around on the very last one, which was the side one. Mm -hmm. And so they printed the logo sideways. Mm -hmm. And the guy who put it up, when I saw him the next day to take it down and replace it, he's like, "Yeah, I thought something was wrong, but I." I put it up anyways because it fit perfectly in the window. And I'm like, this is odd. Maybe they're just trying to get, get attention or something. Like, you're nope. using it as an arrow? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> Come here, catharsis. See the sideways? That's, that's, that's where I'm at. Yeah. And then the company I use, I'm not going to use them again. They charge me to get it redone. I mean, so. you know, things happen. Yeah. <laughs> you look, got to learn the hard way sometimes. Uh, I feel like oftentimes that is the best time, mm-hmm. the best way to learn. Um, you know, it's whether or not you actually learn from that experience that really determines how you're going to do moving forward. Yeah. I recently have had a lot of issues with people who have not been learning from, uh, let's say, mistakes. And it tends to be a hindrance in regards to moving forward. And, you know, you always want to be moving forward. You always want to be doing something that will better yourself like even if you failed you know yeah a lot of people think failure is the end but it's not you got to kind of keep doing something to be better yeah well i agree i was i remember seeing this was the tv show or something a long time ago about walt disney anything we did maybe might discuss this with you or somebody else what is about his frozen head no, no, we, we never <laughs> talked about that but uh, before you got his head frozen um, he always believed in the plus plus system uh-huh. It's always making it better. Okay. So, yeah, it's good now, so it's a plus. Mm-hmm. But how do I make it a plus plus? And then constantly building off of that. And that's kind of a theory that shit, I don't know. I think it was a Walt Disney theory, but I'm going to fucking take it as a Walt Disney theory. I was going to say, uh, Walt Disney, that sounds a little bit. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised because here's the thing. You know what Disney does best? Disney takes other people's stuff, steals it. <laughs> And makes it better for the crowd that they're advertising it to. Plus, plus. Plus, plus. Right? (laughs) (laughs) It is the most hilarious thing to me sometimes when people uh, think, oh, this is a Disney original. You know? (laughs) Because if you really look at some of the, and not to be not to, you know, lose me a potential future job at Disney. I I understand (laughs) 
it is a creative thing. If if you are going to be creative, you have to steal properly. You know, mm -hmm. you steal but don't steal. There, I have a book on this. It's like ten ways to steal as an artist or something similar to that. It was a great book. It's very short. Um, it's it's very um, enlightening in regards to how you you actually go through the creative process. People don't really think about it. There's uh, movies and things like that that come out all the time that are just remakes or redos of the same kind yeah. of thing. Um, like Quentin Tarantino makes a lot of movies that are basically just one, one really big remix of other movies okay. <laughs> all put together. He is a mashup master in that <laughs> regard. It's it's crazy. But like with, with Disney, uh, I'll... I'll talk to people who don't realize that, you know, the Little Mermaid isn't isn't an original thing. <laughs> it, it it's a story that was made by uh, Hans Christian Andersen, I think. I think that's the person who made it, and it was repurposed by Disney to make it into this fantastical thing that tells women to give up their their voices to get, get with a man. Don't need to get a soapbox for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just uh, one of those things. It's, I think it's funny because when you are a creative, people like to think that it only, you know, it only comes mm -hmm. from who you are and what you do. Yeah. But it comes so much from all the things we consume. Wasn't it a lot of Disney stuff? This fairy tales are from in the eighteen hundreds. Oh yeah, Man, I mean, German. That was guys. I mean, that was kind of the point that I was trying shit, to make. Yeah. And they take a lot of them. Uh, I mean, a lot of that stuff is taken. It doesn't mean that it's not good or a a good rendition of those things. It's just funny when people think that those are the original. The only reason you think that they're original is because you've you've separated yourself enough from it to yeah. make it feel like it's different. You no, know. that makes sense. Or you're born into it. Not yeah. knowing that there are, like Frankenstein, not knowing that Frankenstein is actually a book written in the mm -hmm. early 1900s. Yeah. And, and Frankenstein is actually the doctor, not the freaking monster. No one knows exactly. that until, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do when you get a client or a client or a, or a basically clients, I guess, is what we are mm -hmm. to you? And, uh, I, I call you my client when I'm talking to other people. Okay. I, I don't. I'm not so official when I'm speaking to you directly because it's like it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, okay, you when, don't care. When you get, <laughs> when you get a client who comes to you and goes, "This is what I want. This is how I want. This is what I want. This is how I want. These are the colors I want. This is everything I want." Now go and you do it, and you go. This is a shit logo, but your client is so hung up on it and goes, "This is what I want." How do you attack that? And you talked earlier about sometimes the client, what they want is not a good thing and you're able to adjust it for them and give them something better. What happens when you get that client that goes, no, this is exactly what I want. So part of my job is, is convincing you, <laughs> convincing <laughs> you that what you are doing is either right or wrong. Um, the hope is that I don't show you anything that's wrong, but if somebody is so adamant that they want something specific, and I need to give it to them to prove that they're wrong. I will do that. Okay. You know, it might be a loss on my time, but it's not a loss on my time because I'm being paid, hopefully, you know, a good value to get it done. I will show you that your idea is wrong. Um, I will let you know that it's wrong. 
um, I won't be rude about it. I'll try my best not mm-hmm. to be rude about it. You're professional but, about it. Uh, yeah, exactly. Because, you know, it's not that I need to shoot you down. It's that I need to show you that there's something better. Mm-hmm. Again, that's that plus plus attitude yeah. uh, that you're talking about. Because it's it's fine. It's great. I'm not trying to settle for something that you're just okay with. My job is to make something that you enjoy, that you like. You know, like all that Marie Kondo stuff. It Does it make you feel good? Is it something that you enjoy? Okay. That's my job. And if you don't like it, that sucks, but it's my job to make it better. If you don't like the design that you asked for, and a lot of people don't, they, they think that they like that idea. Yeah. Um, but once you show it to them, it's like, ah, this doesn't quite work. Then, you know, I, I come in, I typically try and come in with more ideas than just that. Stuff that I like, stuff that I think are improvements on what's going on. Mm-hmm. I think um, near the end of the process, getting some of this stuff done, I came to you with three or four different logo versions um, that, I mean, this is down from like five pages of sketches, <laughs> five pages of sketches for logos. Um, before we got into the finalized portion, but getting down to it, it was mostly just picking out color styles. And I think you had originally liked one. And I was like, that is going to look trash. I didn't tell you. <laughs> I got the idea. <laughs> but From the text but, message. But, <laughs> I got the idea. Okay, I didn't tell you that. But in, instead of uh, putting it in the next one, I just pulled it out. I, I don't think you noticed. Probably not. Which is fine. <laughs> But, you know, it, I just pulled that idea out. And, you know, it's sometimes you have to do stuff like that. Even if a client says that they like it, um, unless they, if they really want that as their thing, they'll bring it up. Yeah. Because they, they're they paying for it. It's in their head. They go, that's <laughs> you what know, I want. And I'll say, that's what that? I want. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's yeah, funny. <laughs> but people think, people like to think that, um, that, you know, first idea is the best idea sometimes. Mm. And that's good, but you have to really think beyond what you've started with, especially in, in this area, in the design area. You want to make sure that you're covering all your bases. Mm-hmm. It's good to get the stuff done and get it out of the way. Uh, but again, if, if you have a design that doesn't work, I will let you know that it doesn't work. Yeah. Sometimes I'll do it before I even do the work of doing the design because okay. it's easier sometimes even just to sketch it. When you sketch stuff out, I, I know a lot of people who will do the design process and they'll go straight into the design. And it's at that point, I'm wasting my time. I'm mm-hmm. wasting your time. And it's just more more effort put into something that's not going to work. Yeah. So sometimes it's just better to sketch it, show people, and then get it out of the way. Yeah. I think like for myself, I think I told you when we first met, I can't visualize things like this. Mm-hmm. And so I had ideas and I'd bring them to you and you'd sketch them out and go, was that what I was thinking? <laughs> you know, I don't like that. And look, look, we're trying to come up with the CF you know, uh-huh. for for the other storefront here, and just think we I think you know, it lasted two weeks, and finally I just let it die because the CF this don't fit right. And when I thought would fit right, you would come back with what I was describing, and I'd go, "Oh no, you first you say it's not going to look good, but I'm going to sketch it out for you, and let you see it." And sure enough, yeah, let's just let this die. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you have to let people see it because I, not everybody processes information the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I can be a very visual person. I can also do audio. Like sometimes it doesn't work for me when I'm sitting there and trying to read something. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It doesn't always work like that. But it's it's one of those things. You have to be able to process it in order to fully understand. Um 
some people don't understand how like drawings work, how concept drawings work until they actually see yeah. the little clay model, things like that. It's, it's a very important part of communicating with your clientele, just making sure that they know what, what they want, mm -hmm. because sometimes it's a physical thing. Sometimes it's a visual thing. I mean, even working on the corn maiden recently, um, you had given that to me and I was like, Oh, this is cool. This came out of like nowhere, but I had to make sure that I gave you what you wanted instead of just remaking it yeah. in some random way. What do you do? Uh, I know like for myself, I haven't discussed it with you. Like the core main, I love the core main. You do the core main exactly how I wanted it. That's it was one of those things that I wanted. Hence I sent it to you. But then I was looking at it, I think last week, before you sent me the final file, before I asked See for the final this? file. See this, he's about to to get on my case on no. air. No. No, 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 it's not It's not you. It was, no, it was one of those things that I, I fucked up uh, after I sent it to you, and you worked on it. For, uh, you fit it into your schedule, and they're very busy. Mm -hmm. Again, thanks for coming today to do this. It's all right. Um, Honestly, I would have come here earlier if you'd have told me. I didn't know what I was going to get here. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean earlier today. Oh, I mean different. just if you'd have asked well, me to come in. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> busy, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to ruin so you you have life and you have your work. That you, you see this? If you if you are working with people, here's something you can do. If you want something to happen, you ask about it. Everybody's so afraid to ask for the things that they want, and sometimes it is such a hindrance. Like you're a cool, dude. Well, thank you. You're a really cool, dude. Well, yeah, you I'll like to put advice. off you're an asshole sometimes, but you're a cool dude. I appreciate that. I'll buy you a beer sometime. Like Don't stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, but you're a cool dude. And so, like, if, if, if you were willing to, if you want to, if, if I didn't want to work with you, then, you know, I, I would be a little bit more professional and courteous about saying no. But all you really had to do was ask, say it. As soon as you said it, I was like, sure. You know, I actually used to do podcast Did podcasting yeah. uh, with a different group. Uh, some people around here locally. They're great dudes. Um, I haven't heard from them in a while, and they mm -hmm. kind of stopped doing it, and then they started back up. Nice. And I was like, oh, that's great. That's yeah. cool. Let me know if you want me to get back <laughs> on. But I spent a lot of time, like, cursing on that podcast, and I think that might have been a problem. Uh, <laughs> see, we, we embraced the cursing. No, it, I mean, <laughs> it wasn't really a problem so much as there was just a lot of episodes just ah. filled with fuck all over it. and I, I didn't realize it while it was happening mm -hmm. now i'm a lot more reserved with them you know i don't i don't uh, i don't do the the money thing now i, I hand them out you know ah, they're like business go. cards <laughs> i got business fucks you know here here <laughs> like when i asked you it was it was one of those deals like this bing oh shit, shit anthony it wasn't like one of, like i was like you come in and you left i was like i should totally ask anthony to do a podcast I don't know why I didn't think of it before. It's because I'm very quiet, actually. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I have my speaking voice on right now, but yeah, normally I, when I talk, it's low. And yeah, once I start recording, he's going to shut the hell up. And I'll, <laughs> all our communication is going to be face-to-face. I'll face go back to, to, to my corner, my design corner. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not – I understand how vocal I have to be when I am – working with clientele and making sure that I'm, I'm trying to get my message out there. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, it's, it's more so that when it comes to my everyday life that I'm kind of uh, a little bit more reserved because I find it's more important to listen sometimes, you know, well, you kind of have, have to, when you're a graphic designer, when you have somebody who is throwing a bunch of information at you mm -hmm. trying to get a design or 
throw much information and they don't know what the hell they want in a design. <laughs> and they don't know what the hell they don't want in the design for the most part. And you just kind of get to process all that and come up with something. Well, I mean, that's like, that is like what I said. You have to be able to communicate. Communication is so important. I'm working with several people right now who communication is not something that they do. And it's a shame because they do amazing work. Mm-hmm. I, I know some wonderful people who do amazing and beautiful things. Better than me better than some of the professionals out there. And the only problem that they have is that they don't know how to communicate with other people, Mm. are not willing to step out of their box and communicate with people or initiate, you know. I think most of, if not, not all of my success, but most of my success comes from the fact that I'm willing to step forward and kind of like push myself out there Mm -hmm. And then I kind of have to follow it up, (laughs) you know, that the follow up is all on me. But like I can get my I get myself into a lot of the trouble up front and then I just make sure that I follow through, because if you don't follow through, that's where the problem comes in. How long have you been doing Uh, graphic design? Uh, So I think this is a question I've never asked. So I've been doing graphic design for some time now. I want to say easily like eight years, maybe. I don't know probably longer than that. Here's the thing. Like I, I'm an artist. So that was always my first foray into anything. Mm -hmm. I just started off drawing and stuff like that. Um, the graphic design came later when I started to understand how design as a whole worked. Um, I did a little bit of work in school and originally was trying to get a graphic design major, but the cohort at the school that I was going to, uh, kept having portfolio reviews and I kept missing them. I used to be very bad with deadlines. Again, as I said before, (laughs) I got really good. I I was was really good at getting myself into things, but following through was my problem. And so I, in more recent years, have been much better about following through and getting my timelines pulled up, being better about doing that because I've realized that I, I don't really have the time to waste mm-hmm. in terms of finishing a project, especially if I want other projects to come in. Yeah. You're, not, you're, not getting, you're not getting paid hourly. You're getting paid per project. Right. Uh, I do project-based stuff. Um, inst- I do a project-based fees instead of doing hourly um, unless it's it's specific to a job. Say if I'm doing something, like I'm also a photographer. Oh, nice. um, if I was doing right. photo I work, <laughs> you that. just remember that part? Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> Uh, I'm also a photographer, but if I'm doing photo work, I might be doing, uh, say, I'll do an hourly rate for the photos that I'm taking. I'll do an hourly rate for the photos that I'm editing. And then that's how that'll work. As opposed to with my design work, because I'm working on bigger things like the the rebranding that we did for your company, the full rebranding that we were doing for your company. Um, That is a, a... fee that is just not a fee that is a a um, project-based fee rather so it's it's based on all of the the work i'm going to be doing over the amount of time that it gets done Mm -hmm. um so that obviously is going to be a higher price point (laughs) yeah but uh, i typically find it's more worth it because it takes the stress off of you worrying that i'm going to overwork myself and it takes the stress off of me for having to catalog hours unless it's really specific uh really necessary. Mm -hmm. You know, I understand, uh, 
if you want to have these things cut down, but really trying to determine how much work is going to be done is hard to do up front sometimes. That makes, um, yeah, that makes sense. Going into a project where you're determining the basically the whole lifestyle of a brand mm-hmm. <laughs> it is rough and it can take a lot of time. Yeah. But as long as the deadline is reasonable and you know you can figure out the full project, it really takes a lot of heat off of both the designer mm-hmm. and the client to decide that this is what you're going to work with. Okay. Is there a place that people can go see what you've worked on? And besides catharsis.fit? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you say that uh, your website was actually, I didn't make the website. I didn't do that. Don't say that. That's not me. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you can see what, what, what I've made did. some of the designs that go on the website, yeah. but I yeah. can't claim no, no, that. Not, not the website. We <laughs> uh, that. But, uh, but my work is available and actually I'm, I'm waiting to finish on some of your projects so that I can throw them up on my uh, portfolio page. No, no, okay. So I have a portfolio page through Behance. It's a uh, portfolio website through through Adobe. Okay. Is that the, B-E or just the letter B? B-E? B-E-H-A-N-C-E. B-E-H-A-N-C-E. Okay. Yeah. So I, I believe it's behance.net slash Marshall, And I have several projects up there, but I've been meeting to, uh, to update it because... Mm-hmm. I have more recent projects, but there's stuff that's kind of covered under uh, non-disclosure stuff okay. that I wasn't able to put up. I mean, our, our work's not necessarily covered under that same thing, but I wanted to make sure some of our projects were complete before we did that. Okay. And um, that's Anthony, not Anthony. A-N-T-O-N-Y. Yeah. 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 Marshall with two L's. Yeah. So I think I might have called you Anthony the first time I met you. In- Everybody <laughs> calls me Anthony yeah. the first time. And you know what? Everybody gets one. It's one. <laughs> Everybody gets one. Um, you know, uh, certain people will get a pass. Older black folks, sometimes they just, they don't realize it's happening. I got, mm-hmm. I have family members that can't say my name. <laughs> and, you know, I still love them. They get a pass. But if you don't know me and you want to treat me professionally, I typically give me, I typically will make it known that, hey, my name is Anthony. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't think I called you Anthony. I think I, uh, Nick told me your name, but I went, Anthony or Anthony? He goes, no, Anthony. Yeah, it's a like, unique name. First thing that comes to mind is fucking Romans. Yeah, uh, you know, you know that's, it's funny mind. how many people are so confused by my name. It, it's one of those things. I love my name. Uh, when I was growing up, constantly new teachers, uh, new students, new everybody that I met, Anthony. That's just always how they did it. Yeah. And you know what it taught me is, you know, the people that actually care will say my name right. Mm-hmm. That's that's why I make sure, you know, I will correct it once. And if it happens again, like, you know, I might not respond to you. <laughs> and that's that's pretty much it. You, people people tend to have to respect you when they when they know that they have to say something the right way. Yeah, very true. Uh, I mean, respect is probably not the right word, but like. I, I don't need right to word. I don't need to give you a response. I don't need to acknowledge you if you're not going to acknowledge me no, as a person. Yeah. It, it is a respect thing. Yeah. I think like I'm my name is as complicated as yours could be. <laughs> but I go I go by Paige. Yeah. And if I went out of my way to introduce myself to you as Paige, right. There's gonna be some I feel like there's gonna be some sort of relationship. Friendship, mm-hmm. something, professionalism, whatever. So I'm going out of my way to introduce myself as Paige to you. Mm-hmm. If I introduce myself as my first name, 
and we grow into a friendship or a professionalism. And, I, prob- and I say, hey, call me Paige. Mm-hmm. And you don't call me Paige, I'll correct you a couple times. But after that, you just prove to me that, okay, this whatever professionalism, relationship, whatever it might be, it's not going to happen. Because mm-hmm. you can't adhere to my wishes of what I want to be called. Right. I just don't like people go, Paige, then I have to tell a fucking story. Uh-huh. So that's why when this, I don't think way. it's that complicated. <laughs> it, it really it doesn't seem like it. it I get the no. Page. I I just have since I know what your real name is only because I you know I put together the business mm-hmm. cards and everything like that and yeah. because you know Nick told me yeah very true <laughs> you know since I knew that I was like okay fine cool <laughs> you know it's yeah, not yeah. A, it's not a hard thing to do but no, you know some people have problems being able to switch up what they know. But I, I feel like typically when when we go into a situation, somebody respects your wishes in regards to what you like being called. Um, that is preferable. Understandably, not everybody's going to do it. And like yeah. I said, some people get a pass. Some people, but yeah. not everybody gets a pass. Exactly. <laughs> I, I have friends, like I had an old friend who I don't want to speak with. Like mm-hmm. They knew me as Paige for the longest time. But all of a sudden, I went from Paige to my first name. Mm-hmm. And once it went to my first name, I knew that we we're no longer friends. I knew that we were done. Mm-hmm. as friends and i let them know so if you call me my first name again you never called it to me call me that before we're done mm-hmm. and they kept calling me and i'm screw you we're done who are you my mother yeah exactly <laughs> my mom can get away with it she fucking named me <laughs> my sister can get away with it because she we grew up i didn't i didn't go by my last name until high school because of just, uh, football and stuff and i finally just stuck with my last name you calling me by my government name? It's fun to speak. People always say, hey, where does that come from? Again, I don't think it's with your name specifically just because I know it. And now everybody's like, what the fuck is his name? Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> but uh, you know what? Come over here, find out, sign up for a membership. I'm going to introduce myself as Paige. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> You should hope he introduces himself as Paige. Yeah, you don't get Paige, and I recommend going to Planet Fatness. Uh, but it's it's. <laughs> but uh, no, like it's it's not hard. I mean, it's your last name, basically. Like, and it's it's. I think it was cool. I was wondering what it was when when uh, Nick told me. I was like, oh, Paige, that's kind of cool nickname. And I looked at your name. I was like, oh, it's just last. Name. <laughs> well, it's funny like when I got my tattoos, and they had to put me on the schedule, and mm-hmm. you know, I gave them. What's your name? Paige. What's your last name? Paige. Paige Paige? Really? <laughs> Poor little girl. You need to see my ID. I go by Paige. I go by my last name. She's like, oh, okay, well, I'll put your first name in this. Why do you ask my whole name? Well, some people are really, really focused on names. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a, it's a weird, and I don't necessarily believe in it. <laughs> I haven't pressed the button the whole time. I was wondering press the button. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think people like to think of names as a power dynamic thing. You know, um, there there's old like scripture and things that that say, you know, if you know somebody's name, you hold power over them. Okay, it's it's one of those kinds of things. But like, I think that's why some people are so focused on names. So sometimes. Mm-hmm. I, I love my name and I like where it comes from and it's part of why I try and make sure it's respected. There's also a couple other like um, cultural things that make it important for me nice. to have my name 
spoken correctly. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I don't put any more on my name than I need to. Okay. Uh, again, that's why certain people have a pass. I'm not going to get on some somebody, some geriatric person's case. Mm -hmm. I, I don't mean to say that in a negative or ageist way. I don't, I'm not going to get on somebody's case just because they can't say it. Like if you physically can't say it, you might have a lisp or something. Mm -hmm. If yeah. you physically can't say my name, that's not on you. It's yeah. just if you are perfectly capable and choose not to say my name, then that is on you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I will enforce that. <laughs> I like your name because it's the only person I know whose who name is Anthony. It makes so it I a lot easier, right? Anybody. <laughs> you know, I have multiple Anthony's, and there's no, well, which Anthony is it? No, it's Anthony. I know who that is. There's no, it's do you funny. know Anthony? I know exactly. Or do you know Anthony? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you say that because, like, you know, when I was a kid, I hated it because I didn't, I didn't think, you know, it was cool to have to have to do this every time. I think it's part of what changed my my mindset about how it works, though, because now I, I, I realize that it's a really cool thing to have an individual, the name, individual, the name, individual name, <laughs> yeah. uh, the way that I do. Uh, I mean, I can look myself up on the Internet with a single search. I don't have to go f well, I don't know, 20 pages in just to find one thing that's associated with me, which makes it so much easier when I'm putting myself down as a graphic designer because there's only really one, as long as you spell my name right. A-N-T-O-N-Y? Mm-hmm. Marshall? Yep. Two L's. I should be up there. If yeah. not, they might have changed the Google search, honestly. <laughs> Anthony Marshall Profile Facebook. They yeah. got top 25 Anthony Marshall Profiles on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. I have Anthony... Dryden Marshall. That's not me. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. Anthony, Somebody probably on the other side of the uh, Wikipedia page. I don't know who the hell that is. Uh, theater, the theatrical producer and CIA intelligence officer. Shh. Hush. <laughs> Hush. Well, apparently he died in 2014 at the age of 90. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so if you actually, search... no, those are both Anthony's. Those are all Anthony's. Uh huh. Uh, so you got to actually search for my name, not with the H. But if you scroll down, uh, let's say one, two, three, four. I'm not that guy. Five, six. I am the seventh result. That's my Behance right there. This used to actually be a lot more full. Maybe somebody's been coming for me. I've been trying to take my name down. But uh, that is my Behance profile is findable within the first seven results. Not everybody can say Five something pictures. like that. Not that I'm like super proud about it. Do you have to sign up to be the CEO of your stuff? I only see four oh, pictures. There are, so you can click on those and they're different projects. Uh, ah, there's okay. one of them has a, uh, uh, no sign on it, but that's cause it's mature content. Um. I, it's, it's not technically, but like, uh, because there is a little bit of nudity in it. Um, I mean, this chick with the tattoos and the cleavage don't count as nudity? That, hey, that's not nudity. She's not nude. She's wearing a dress. If you live in the South, that's nudity. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, you know, I don't necessarily ascribe to all of those same ideals, you know? <laughs> but uh, those are s several different projects. And your yes. pro your uh, work is going to be on that website nice. at some cool. point. Um, but, nice. like, each of those is a different project for different things. Like, I've made, I think, let's see what's on here. I have... A mock-up. I have a mock-up movie poster. Um, several mini logo designs that are redos of stuff. That mock-up poster that set the uh, the last job. 
Yes, that was actually based on a photo that I took at a friend's wedding <laughs> several years ago. And huh. we were just cleaning up after the wedding and he was walking away. And I was like, oh, that would make a cool movie poster. So I <laughs> did that real quick. Nice. Um, actually, the 7X's album booklet is probably the most comprehensive one that's up there. It has uh, several different design jobs that I did for a single artist. Those are cool. And it links his actual stuff in there. So it's it's So you did all of these. Um I edited all of them together. Yeah. Okay. It was all digital art stuff. Nice. Um and I did some of the graphic design for the cover, cool. putting that all together. So I mean, it really depends. I what I've really tried to put up there is like a little bit more diversity of what I was doing. Um, but the only problem with my Behance page is that it is grossly out of date because I have been working. <laughs> so because I've been working, I haven't had as much time to update the actual information on that. So I've been compiling the things that I've been doing for you. Mm -hmm. I've been compiling the things that I've been working on with <clears throat> other clients um, so that I can put that up there and put a little bit more official face on what I've been doing. Okay. Did um, you add the tattoos to this lady, I'm assuming? Yes, I did. That was uh, so that is Adriana Lima. Mm -hmm. um, that whole project. Familiar. That Good whole project. Uh, came about as a result of a joke, um, mostly <laughs> because funny. one of my friends was saying that, you know, I can't do these things and I shouldn't do these things. And, you know, Adriana Lima is a wonderful and beautiful woman. Mm -hmm. um, but so you got Kim Kardashian in there as well? Uh, yeah, that was the inspiration for it. I ah, had just okay. seen. So somebody else made that. And I don't remember if I was able to credit that. Um, only because I don't remember who the original artist was. I think I found it on like Instagram or mm -hmm. something like that. Okay. Um, but I was essentially told she is beautiful just the way she is and you should not touch her. And I was like, that's great. But at the time I was being a little bit indignant and decided <laughs> that I was going to do a real quick project and just add some tattoos on her. It just, that's it. Yeah. You know, not, not a, Tattoos aren't for everyone, no, but I don't particularly think they're a bad thing. I thought it was a good, uh, good exercise for me to be able to do just mm -hmm. something that I could test out. Yeah. I found a couple like stock flash, uh, flash tattoos and just threw them on, tried to make a like impromptu sleeve out of it and put it together. I think it came out all right. Um, mostly the hardest thing was finding an image to work with of her that would that looked like it would show off some of that stuff. I okay. think I added like a neck tattoo or something. Yeah, she's one here goes down to her cleavage, one mm -hmm. with your whole left or right arm was set up and you put a little teardrop underneath one of her eyes too. Uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did a lot of work. I actually would like to do a whole nother set of those. Um I haven't been working on that that kind of work recently, mm -hmm. um, but I do like kind of what came out of it. I think that it creates a juxtaposition because you know you're working with a beautiful model and with is what is with what is typically perceived as a bad or or um, ugly art to some people. Yeah. I don't necessarily agree with those ideals, but that's why I like to do this shit. I think it's <laughs> the best way to do it. I think it's, it's a I think, I think it used to be a taboo subject. It tattoos, used to be. And now it's just kind of slowly becoming acceptable. Mm -hmm. The fact that that was fucking shit on me. <laughs> I <laughs> honestly, I, I would like to get my own tattoos. I have not yet. 
mostly for uh, fiscal reasons. Ah. Uh, you know, maybe one day I'll get a tax return. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know a guy. He's in downtown. I know a guy, too. Uh, I told him I would give him my first one. And, you know, nice. I haven't seen him because wow. I think he blew up. He's doing a really good job. Nice. I, like, I can't hate on it, but I don't know where he's at anymore. Wow. I think he might have moved. I'm going to get another one here. Here. Mm. I'm going to get her over here, but with a different headdress. Okay. And that's what I wanted to see this what did i tell you you need to ask for the things you want but i understand well, do like, it off air you don't need to tell anybody uh, well, well i was actually trying to starting to talk about it and we went a different direction halfway mm-hmm. through um about because you said it to me the final draft and i was looking at it and, wow shit i didn't add this part to mm-hmm. it because going back to the core man if you don't know what the core meaning is go online search it it's, it's actually very interesting yeah. when I was looking it up. And it's a cool. I think it's a cool story, give or take where, where you read the story. But part of the story that I've read that I like is the court means would have to wear masks because mm-hmm. of how beautiful they were to keep the men away from them mm-hmm. because the men were chasing them instead of tending to the corn, basically. And so it was a story that I knew. It was the part of this, the, I don't want to call it the symbol, but it's a symbol that I knew. Mm-hmm. I just didn't pass it on to you mm-hmm. when I asked you to make the symbol into a digital copy so I can place it, paste it, paste it on shirts and hats and shit. And then I was looking at it and went, fuck, I forgot to tell him that. <laughs> and so I'm kind of like, I'm, this, I'm like, I'm the fence. Okay, I like it because she is in my facility. There's two different kinds of her in the facility. Mm-hmm. Do I just go along with what you did or do I ask you to add some sort of headdress to her? To make her more accurate. Yeah, thank you. That's realistic, accurate is a better word. So I'm kind of going back and forth on how I want to do that. Because mm-hmm. I don't want this. I don't want anything that matches what I have exactly. in public. This is me. Yeah. No. I might one day, maybe when I'm my four or five year anniversary of being open, mm-hmm. get the fla- uh, flag, the flame somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to get it until then. It's okay. You know, type of deal. <clears throat> but. So that, that's it. I don't take it personally or anything. No, you get over it. <laughs> it's 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 funny that actually uh, speaking about tattoos and uh, the like. I, I have actually designed tattoos for people. I, the first tattoo I designed for somebody was uh, one of my really good friends. She she was wonderful, and I had basically just been given the sketch and had to work out this like dragon figure. Those really cool, really deep, dark black. That's actually how I met the uh, the tattoo guy, oh, um, and it, it it came out wonderful and it was great. I like seeing my work on people. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I necessarily need to, <laughs> but um, it's one of those things that when you're designing, you have to keep in mind like where it's going to be. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess if if she ever gets like modeling or something, she has to get her lease form from you and the tattoo artist. Um, she does not. We are personal friends. I, I would okay. never do I mean, that. <laughs> legally, they have. I mean, I remember the whole um, hangover with the tattoo? Uh, mm-hmm. Was it for the guy who got the tattoo, Mike Tyson tattoo on his face? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess the uh, tattoo artist sued the movie. And now, if you have any tattoos that you have on you and you're not going to cover them up for the sh- movie or the TV show, you have to go back to your tattoo artist, mm-hmm. get them to sign the release form so that they can show you the tattoos on TV. So, because of that, from what I understand, through that's interesting. <clears throat> Did not know that. I don't think it's going to be a problem here. Um, it was, it was not that kind of situation. 
my man's was uh, not. I th- actually, she got it when he was in a shop, but he's doing other things right now, and she's not going to be doing that. Not anymore, anyways. Uh, not as far as I know. She's busy doing uh, mother things. She's, okay. she's nice. living a different kind of life. At one point, uh, we were shooting. We were actually shooting. That's actually how I knew her. Uh, I was shooting photos with her, but we we don't really do that much anymore because she has to focus on doing her life thing. You know, share what information I've heard. <laughs> I don't know how true it is. I just I know from, from radio show I was listening to, they're talking about it because the the host was on a TV show and he had to go back to artists that he hadn't seen in twenty five years to get them to clear that he can be on the TV show with his tattoo show. That would make sense to me if you were the person who, if you were not the person who designed and drew the tattoo. I not only uh, created the design for, I created the design for it. So that's really me. And I'm not going to get, I don't care. <laughs> like you decided to get my, my design as a tattoo more power to you. I'm not going to get on your case for that. I mean, you're not necessarily making money for that you're making money for who you are. Yeah. But I could see how somebody would make that case and where it might be an issue. I think it was uh, a hangover, the first one with the Mike Tyson tattoo. The I mean, that, was. that's a pretty yeah. distinctive tattoo, and I would yeah. understand why that was a problem. Yeah, so I think, I think it's where I heard it came from. Mm-hmm. That just Again, I'm not in the business. I don't fucking know. I just, this is what I've heard <laughs> on the radio, and I'm like, I'm like, that's a new one. <laughs> yeah. So, and again, they could have been completely wrong for all I know. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I remember hearing about the lawsuit. I didn't follow it. I just heard about it. So from what I remember, I mean, it was what a tribal tattoo on the side of the face, right? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like starts above, like where his eyebrow is. It comes down to his cheek. Uh-huh. It's kind of weird, and then comes back a little so bit. So the I think the real issue would be because that that wasn't a real tattoo on uh, Ed. Oops. Ed, what's his face? Uh, right? Harris. No, not Harris. Yeah. Uh, the other dude, the dude who loses his tooth. That was the one you're talking about, yeah. right? Because I don't think Mike. Ta- if anybody's going to give trouble to Mike Tyson, then I think you got it twisted. You might. <laughs> well, Mike Tyson was in the first one for God's sake. Right. That's <laughs> Mike's tattoo, anyways. Yeah, but that's not the one they were sued for, right? He got the same tattoo on his head. I thought. Uh, uh, but the in, other in the movie, in the movie, right? yeah, yeah. So that makes sense uh, to me because the tattoo uh, is Ed just Holmes. yeah, Ed Holmes. So the tattoo on Ed Holmes uh, was not actually a tattoo. They no. were just using that. They were using that design, so that they were stealing the design, putting it on. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't like uh, get it actually done by him. So I get that. That makes more sense. I don't know. It's just one of those things. Like, yeah. oh, you got to be careful saying some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. I'm still trying to figure out. I had again. I can't find a picture of it without digging too deep into it, and it's it doesn't right. matter it's, too much. I don't think it's that big of a deal. No. It was just uh, but something like, that, you know. If it were my piece, like, depending on what the person's doing, I don't really care. I'm not going to go out of my way to sue somebody who essentially has received something from me as a gift. <laughs> like, that, that seems pretty trash unless I'm trying to be petty, and I'm not trying to be petty. I don't have... I don't have time to be doing that all the time. It's it, I'd rather be working on plus plus in myself. <laughs> I'm going to use that now. You don't even know. You can go ahead, go ahead and use it. I mean, You're like, yeah, it was from Walt Disney. It was like, I, I guess. <laughs> so I might have made that shit up. I should have trademarked that. You, should, you, you, that. you, sh- you shouldn't have put it down on the podcast. It's too late now. Yeah. Everybody gets to hear it. James, go ahead and go back and erase <laughs> all of that. Nah. <laughs> 
don't think James even fucking listens anymore, honestly. <laughs> He's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Just in case James was edit this part out, James is my editor. For people who are wondering, who the hell is James? He's the editor. Well, he's supposed to. See, he probably hasn't edited shit. This is ass. X file <laughs> shit. Uh, so, <laughs> winding down here. Um, where can they find your uh, stuff? And we talked about uh, be whatever it is, behanced. Oh, so um, yeah, that's that is what we were talking about, yeah. right? <laughs> we we're right. talking about graphic See, arts and I'm, this went a whole bunch of directions i'm very good at going off on tangents uh <laughs> yeah i'm a professional tangent maker uh actually that is kind of what a graphic designer is in some sense very true in some senses uh in a glorified no. babysitter sometimes <laughs> uh i i, I <laughs> <laughs> got me fucked up uh, <laughs> uh no so I'm I you can find me in a lot of places. Like I said, if you look up my name, okay. you can find me through Google. Actually, it's easier to find me if you use my middle name as well, which sure. I will put out here on this podcast. It, my full name is Anthony Shannon Marshall. Okay, um, but you can still find me under Anthony Marshall uh, via Behance. Um, I'm on Instagram at at i Anthony Marshall i a n t o n y m a r s h a l l. I am on Twitter under the same thing at okay. I Anthony Marshall. Um, what else am I on? I, uh, there's so many things that uh, that I try and work on and Ooh. try and keep up with. Those are the three main ones, though. The yeah, I mean, I'm on Facebook, but that's like more personal, and I literally do not check it for anything. Okay. I mostly post other people's work. So I know, oh. like, if you want to have your stuff promoted, and you know, I actually know you, then. Yeah, friend me on Facebook. If I see it, I'll throw it out there. <laughs> if someone's looking for a design, how what's the best way you get a hold of you? Are you looking for people for, to uh, um, I'm keep always looking or, for new clientele. New um, I mean, but if you want people to uh, take up your spots, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm waiting for kidding. the muscle hamster for. Um, <laughs> I told you, I'm, uh, that's still in <laughs> sketch phase. I actually uh, have found some hamster references that I will be using for that. Don't worry about it; it's on its way. Um, but no, if you're looking to contact me. Part. Because you want work, because you want uh, design help, even if you're doing, because I do creative consulting as well, um, which is <laughs> mostly what you actually tend to ask me questions yeah. about. You ask me for what you would like to do or what, what you would do in a certain case. Yeah. And because he's already paid me, he gets some of this. Just heads up. There is some free advice out there, but like <laughs> typically the payment is the important part. Um, but if you are looking for some of that work and you have the money and are willing to uh, work with me, you can find me usually on my Twitter or my Instagram. My Instagram's pretty good. Um, mind you, most of my Instagram looks like it's just photos because that's mostly what I use it for. Mm -hmm. I have, I, I make a choice typically on all of my, my social media to just follow a theme and keep doing that because like, my even my Twitter is mostly just quotes, and I think that's what my, my my tagline is. My Twitter is mostly quotes, and then my Instagram is photos, not necessarily anything having to do with my work. Okay. Um, so if you want to find me for any of those things, just contact me through that. You can also just uh, usually DMs is easiest. I don't know. I'm talking in circles right now, and I can't think of a way I do that to every day. like. There's there's ways to contact. Me. Contact page. He'll let you. <laughs> uh, but no, um, 
either Instagram or Twitter is the best way to contact me. And I think I have links up to my email or whatever somewhere. No, um, um, they're not in the Sacramento area. It would be okay oh, work to with, do inter- uh, international. Well, internet. I will totally do international okay. work. Um, uh, work I, I haven't given work. any of my physical like information or anything like that. Um, I think but, if they want, they can go to your Instagram or your Facebook or your Twitter. You can try and wanna, find me. <laughs> unless you want to put it out there, it's up to you. No, uh, usually you can find me through those. Uh, okay. I will do international work. I will do work with people who are across the country. It's not so much of an issue that you're far away, more so that I need you to be able to contact me. Okay. Um, if you contact me and say you want to work on something, I will probably tell you great. But if there's no follow up, I can't do it. <laughs> no, fair enough. You it's, know, it's kind uh, of hard to create something when they talk to you. <laughs> the biggest, yeah, uh, you know, it's really big with me making sure that my clientele feels like they're getting the work done that they're asking for, and so that makes it, it makes it harder to do if you're farther away. Mm-hmm. But really, it makes it harder if you're not able to continue communicating. But like I said, uh, my Behance, my Twitter, or my Instagram best ways to contact me, DMs, or even just a regular message. Just say hey. Can you DM me? And I will get back to you as soon as possible. I'm pretty fast at most of these things. Uh, I I am typically busy because I'm also working on my career as an artist. But that doesn't mean that I don't I won't spend some time working on some stuff. Okay. Um, so what I are like you doing? I know you you work. Mm-hmm. You're not working for yourself. Do you remember some were a company or something? Oh, so like, detail, so like my in my everyday life, I work a state job. Okay. Um, so that's that's how I make my money outside of doing the design mm-hmm. stuff. Um, I've really kind of stepped it up on doing the design stuff and getting more jobs with that mm-hmm. um, because I enjoy doing design. It's something that I love. Uh, I, I like help even even if I'm spending time babysitting people through the process. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's it's not it's not a bad thing to me because I enjoy doing it. Mm-hmm. The only the only thing is making sure that I'm actually getting my worth for what I'm doing mm-hmm. when I'm doing it now. Um, but I do, like I said, I work for the state, and then I also um, do the design thing on the side. Every once in a while, I'll get a photo photo job. But that that's actually been the thing that's been on hold most recently. A bit um, by choice or just by people not? A little bit by choice, but also because I, I, I need more space to be working with the stuff that I want to be doing. I have friends that are working in model gigs that are doing things right now that I think are great. But as a result, I'm trying to work myself up to a better place with my photos so that I can be on a better level with that. Part of the reason that I'm behind on that is because I'm so in-depth on some of the illustration and design stuff that I'm doing. And, you know, when you're being a multifaceted artist and trying to put all these things together, it's like balancing, all balancing. And I'm not upset with what's going on. That's good. I'm just trying my best to keep up and be better. Um, yeah, so I forgot what the question was. Um, they don't ask me to reiterate because I don't remember what it was either. I, I know you I don't asked remember it. Either. I, just, I was hoping you were going to go for a little bit longer. <laughs> oh, I, I'm, I still got stuff to say. I was just, I, I, I lost what I was saying. So there's, I, I, I asked you what, oh, you, what else what, is going on. Yeah, so what's going on, what your day job was. And I know you work for a company and it, I think I knew who you kind of work for, and yeah, without getting into too much detail, yeah, without getting too much detail and stuff like that, you know, just, it's, it wouldn't be hard to find me. I told you I work for yeah. the state. You can literally look up anybody who looks who works for the state, by the way, and how much money they make. 
but mine is not accurate. I will tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was. I wish it was accurate. Um, no. Yeah, what I mean, else do I do? Yeah, I'm working. Yeah. I'm working with some local artists right now. Yeah. There's going to be an art show coming up in this next month um, with one of the artists that I'm working with. Nice. He's a great dude, uh, Brandon Gastonell. I hope you don't mind. I, no, I plug no, 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 him. He's he's a really cool dude. He does some amazing work. Um, I've been working with him for the last couple months. I've been doing the creative consultant thing with mm-hmm. several people, and I'm in plans with a couple other artists to make make more shows happen. So I'm, nice. I'm building a network of people that I actually trust. No, enjoy their shows are you going to do a show yourself. Are you hoping to do a show yourself with your art? Um, so I'm not putting out anything for myself yet. Okay. I'm doing a little bit more behind the scenes. Okay. Um, I'm Zero. helping develop um, and curate shows that I enjoy because mm-hmm. I see there's a lot of artists around here that, again, don't know how to communicate, okay. don't know how to make things work for them. I've been here for a long time. I, I was born and raised here. Okay. <laughs> and Even so, like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily know everything, but I'm trying to make use of the connections that I have to help the community that I'm involved with. Okay. Do you want to do a show yourself in the future? I mean, or near I, or far? I would love to. I haven't done enough of my own personal work right now that I'm happy with. Okay. Um, I mean, you saw what was on my Behance profile. That was like five things. Yeah. That is five of, of several thousand things that I have going on. And, you know, I need to consolidate my work before I can do it. I, I, I've done shows before. I've done uh, shows based on my art. But I would like to have a more consolidated show if I were going to do it. I might have, say, like a a small showing of some of my work, but it would be miscellaneous things. Okay. But right now I'm focused on trying to help my community a little bit more and make sure that we are, we are improving as a whole because there's a lot of people out here who are not getting the play they deserve. Okay. You know, it's, you know, when, when I see people who want things and they match up with things that other people are doing, you nice. know, when I see people who are doing the lifting thing, it's like, yeah, dude, I know somebody who just opened this spot. <laughs> right? You think I add ear to the ground, man. <laughs> I try to. I mean, I spend so much time on the ground. Like, why not make some use of it? I see no reason in not helping people. Well, you hooked me up with the guy who did the painting. Oh, yeah. He's cool. I keep watching him every once in a while. I'm like seeing him do stuff. I'm like, man, this man works. Yeah, now he's doing the shoe thing. Yeah. And so, yeah, uh, Oh, I might bring him on here too if he wants. <laughs> he, he's, yeah. he's he's a nice guy. Well, even but like I have the rapport with him, with him like I do with you. Uh-huh. So it's kind of it'd be like the first person to come in here and go, "Oh, I don't really have a rapport with you." I like mean, he, we we spent fucking an hour just bullshitting. I mean, that's kind of how you have to do it. That's why I think it's important also to know your clients. Yeah. Um, I I typically will go through a a good hour or so talking with them the first day just to figure out how we work. Because some people, you know, again, the, the communication is a very hard thing for people. Some people, they either take it personally, they don't, they're, they're not willing to open up or they don't want to say the things that they want to say. And people have been hurt. That happens sometimes. Yeah. But like, it's very important to create a space of comfort, uh, a, a good space for you and your client to make sure that they feel comfortable with you so that you can work together. Often, I've actually turned down clients before that I can't work with. Oh, just yeah. just because they 
they did not want to do the things that would help us make this work. Okay. Right. Yeah. And it sucks because, you know, having to turn down a job that you might potentially get paid big money for mm -hmm. or that you might become very successful off of all because you can't work with the person that's that's there is unfortunate. But you know what's not bad about that? What's good about that is that you don't have to spend the emotional tax mm -hmm. of doing that. I mean, it's 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 more of it. It hurts you more as a person than it does as, say, a designer. Well, it's kind of like you're making do just to get somewhere. Right. And I, I'm I'm not very big on settling. It's not it's it's not something I need to do. I know what I'm capable of. If somebody doesn't want to acknowledge that, then that's on them. No, <laughs> you know, no, no, for sure. I think that's funny. Friday, I had somebody come through and. I basically told them, no, I don't think you're a fit for the facility. Mm -hmm. Just the way they're acting, the way they're talking. And mm -hmm. this one, I said, I don't think you're a fit, dude. I don't think you're a right spot. Like if you, you need someplace like a Planet Fatness or a 24 Hour Fitness or mm -hmm. uh, Family Fitness, which are all big box gyms here in Sacramento area, which I can't believe I just gave them a free plug. Shit. <laughs> but uh, it's all right. I just kind of, when I say, hey, dude, I, I just don't think this is the right fit for you right now. Mm -hmm. He was brand new coming in. I don't have any trainers at the time, and, I was like, Man, I'm so, and this his attitude just didn't fit well with the facility because we're small. And right. If you're not, if you want to be quiet and do yourself, perfectly fine. But if if you're going to be disrespectful to the owner as he greets you, mm -hmm. it's just not going to work out. And I just don't, it was money out of my pocket, which but I'm not going to sit here and be unhappy with a member. See, uh, I and this this is going to make me sound bad. Probably. Yeah. But uh, I've, I've spoken with a couple people about this recently. And, you know, if you're ever put off by something and this isn't necessarily something that you're going to do either. But if you're ever put off by something, but it's not so far out of your purview that you're willing to do it. Um, double the price, triple the price. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, I've, I've done that as well. <laughs> you know, uh, but I mean that in the sense that like uh, I have somebody recently who was asked to do work that they didn't like and and you know they were like it's not that i don't want to do it it's that this is trash and it's kind of like i don't want to work on this mm -hmm. i would love to do the project but everything else around the project sucks and it's <laughs> okay. like okay well that's great what do you need to do it you know i need this i need this and you know it's it's just not enough i was like well double your price they, the the person that i was talking to looked at me they're like what do you mean it's like double the price you're beyond worth that, and if they think you're worth that time, they're going to pay that. Yeah, Hell, if they don't think, if they think that that's too much, you triple the price, because really, what you're fighting for is your sanity in there yeah. and making sure that you get the things that you want to. Your sanity and happiness, right? And and like you really want to enjoy the things that you're doing. Mm -hmm. If you believe that, it, and honestly, this is this comes from a person that if you are in a comfortable space, do that. Mm -hmm. obviously yeah. if you need to do this to live i mean prioritize but if it's something that you don't want to do or you feel like there might be a problem with it don't be afraid to do that no, I agree because yeah. hopefully you are working to the capacity in which you are capable to do that mm -hmm. i'm able to do work far beyond what i'm charging some people and people forget that what i'm doing is actually important but if you want to take my time, if you want to take 
my abilities and put them towards something that you want, you pay for it. I'm done not being paid for the things that I'm good at, you know? Yeah. Understandably. Well, time, you don't want to do a job that you're unhappy, you're frustrated, you're the person's a prick, like a real prick. Right. You know, all these <laughs> things come together. You don't want to do that job. If you're able to say no to that job or do another job with somebody else who makes you happy, who helps your creativity flow, your juices are flowing off this person, mm-hmm. you'd rather do that than the other side of the coin where the person's a dick <laughs> and doesn't want to help you by any means of the imagination or, or is just a pain in the ass to work with. Right. Which I think, luckily, I guess you're kind of at that frame where you can do that. You can make that choice. So I, I've, the reason that I am now at that place, and I did not used to be, it took me a long time to get to the place where I'm at now where I can say no to a job just because I don't think it's great. Um, it was a change in my attitude. You know, I used to, I, you know, I used to be on those, those places where, you know, you first got your website, your, uh, your logo and whatnot, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. five to $50 to get a logo done. <laughs> And it was it was disrespectful to myself. It was disrespectful to the person that I wanted to become. And I had to change my mindset because I could not spend time doing, you know, thousands of dollars of work for pennies. Yeah. I just couldn't. It was not sustainable and I had things to take care of. Mm-hmm. That's why I have a day job, <laughs> you know. So I think there's also like a lot of people don't understand. Like I didn't understand until I met you how I don't want to say expensive, but how much it, it costs to get a design. I mean, you, you can go online, you can spend eight hundred something dollars on an online design that you may or may not be happy with. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you have X amount of days to make that decision, mm-hmm. and once you make that decision, you're you're stuck with that decision, right? Unless you want to spend another eight hundred something dollars or whatever the price may be. But then that seemed like a lot of money that I met you, mm-hmm. where it was more personable, hands down more personable than the online. <laughs> you gave me the price. I went, holy fuck. Yeah. Nick, I'm going to fucking kill Nick when I see him. <laughs> <laughs> but then, you know, I look back on it now and I it, it makes sense because it's more personable. It, it's more. Well, I, I, I. more communication instead of through whoever this person came up with the design. I don't know what part of the fucking world he lives in. <laughs> You know, it's, it's well, I I mean, a cheap design. It was a cheap. Product. When when that happened, I gave you a full breakdown of what that really meant. Yeah, yeah, you and did so that. That, well, yeah. that was a very important thing, and a very important thing in regards to us determining what what the final mm-hmm. payment was for that. Um, but giving you a breakdown really showed you. You know, if I worked and did it for a lower price, I'm getting less than minimum wage. Mm-hmm. And mind you, you got you got a pass because you're you were already working with somebody that I knew, yeah. like so that that helped obviously for, still for the pricing. Pocket, but but <laughs> it, it was a lot. Rate, was, it was a lot. <laughs> but at the same time, like it was worth it. Like I, I try and make sure my work work is worth it, even if it seems like it's a lot of money up front. That's that's also you gotta everybody. If you're ever de- hiring a designer, keep in mind they have to eat, they have to sleep. They have to piss. They have to shit. They have to shower. Okay, those are the minimum things that they have to do to get in your space and be a decent person. Not let alone they have to pay for the equipment, 
they have to pay for their time and they have to they have to still find a way to be personable with you in order to make sure this thing's now, work. What equipment? This is gonna help people out. You say oh. equipment and they go, what, what the what the hell's a designer buying? So <laughs> So I, I mean I work a lot in digital stuff, so I'm working with computers. Okay. Um, I actually I have a couple, but most of my computers are hand me down computers. I just know how to use them because I've I've spent my life on computers. Okay. Um, you know Fucking young kids. <laughs> young kids. Sure, that's what it is. Uh, no, you know, it's I it's with the fucking dark green and light green fucking little dots. <laughs> I remember that. Look, I was born before the Matrix. I understood what those were references to. What the fuck's the what? All right, on. Go on. We're running out of time. Go on. <laughs> no. Uh, we spent a whole half an hour going, what the fuck's the Matrix? All right, go on. Uh, so... I mean, I, I, I use two computers. I'm not going to give the exact specifications uh, typically for my design. I have one for mobile and then I have one for at home. Um, both of those are my rigs for creating. And I usually use uh, Photoshop, the Photoshop um, CS package uh, in order to do my designs. Um, I also have a couple of other programs, but those aren't really important so much. Um, I've spent a lot of time doing little tutorials and things like that, just learning the processes mm-hmm. and making sure it's worked, uh, uh, making sure I know how to work, what's going on. I literally just optimized some of my stuff on my computer uh, the other day, so I had workspaces because I got a new monitor. Um, other than that, I pencil and paper. Um, I don't know. Are you, are you playing me off? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was an airplane flying over everybody's head. Uh, <laughs> Pencil and paper, uh, keep water around. That's literally, I don't use actually, it seems like I don't use that much. It's just so, because I'm so intensive with the things that I do. Um, I learned during the process of trying to get into some of the the programs that I was, that sometimes sketching is the most important thing. And a lot of people don't do that. Uh, There are a lot of people that do, but sketching is really one of the most important things in terms of parsing out ideas yeah. and making it work for you. I think it's one of the first things you sent me were just hand sketched. Oh, yeah. Pictures like said, of hand like sketched. Five paper. pages. Yeah. <laughs> hand sketched stuff. And, and you were like, I don't know what I'm looking at. Pretty much, yeah. That's probably exactly what I said. What the fuck am I looking at? Those but, are uh, design ideas. Oh, That's always the place to start. Get a scanner. It helps. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't even need a scanner. Technically, you could just get a camera. Uh, but most people have phone, cell phones mm-hmm. and things like that. And those come with a good enough camera that you could get a scan. Uh, I did air quotes, a scan out of that. So, I mean, it's very simple right now. It's easy to jump on and do these things. It's mostly about really making it your own thing. Okay. Um, because a lot of the work that I do is individual to me because I'm the only one that's in my head. Anybody can oh, sketch. So. Anybody can do the the design part, but they're not going to specifically be me. And part of my thing is making sure that again I'm working with my client and making sure that they're getting what they want. Okay. Um, so it's a lot of questions, things like that. Last two questions because we're, we've gone over the night longer mm-hmm. than I expected, which is good. I'm surprised. Uh, honestly, we went past the whole. Uh, where can they find you part? And we're still, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> no. um, You're like, this motherfucker keeps talking. <laughs> yeah, this is fucking information. Instead of this going in circles. Like it's all right. I'm sure James is going to just cut them up and put Oh yeah. yeah right I'm places. pretty sure James is going to go plink right on the fucking iTunes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
fucking hour and a half assholes click. <laughs> um, what do you do when you get that person to come that you meet up and you give them the price and they go, oh shit, and they're not sold on the breakdown that you give for them? Like, I understood when he broke down everything, mm-hmm. it went okay, that makes sense. The time you're putting in because plus you're doing a lot more because I don't know what the fuck I wanted in the communication and the other stuff you're bringing to the table. I understood it. I mean, mm-hmm. it, you could have been overselling it, you could have been underselling it. I don't know, but it seemed it legit to me. Mm-hmm. When you get that person who goes, That's just too much, why well, are you charging me so much? So and you break it down for them, but they're still. And it's in funny that you say frame. that. Some people don't even get to the point where they care about the the, okay. the breakdown. So, from even that standpoint, like I was working with a client around the same time that I had uh, started talking to you, literally a month before we had been working there, uh, working together. We were talking about getting together and doing this project, and then he stopped communicating with me. Um, I got back in communication with him. We sat down and we talked about it and I gave him the price and he kind of just, whoo, that's a lot. Um, can I separate this into payments? So I was like, yeah, sure. That's, that's what, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't mind just as long as I get paid, but I understand that the pricing can look high, but I will not budge on pricing that I think is necessary as opposed to stuff that is superfluous. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't want it, you don't want it because I can promise you certain things. I have the, I have my portfolio available. I can show you the work that I've done, mm-hmm. literally the stuff that I've been working on. And if you don't think your stuff is to that quality or the thing you want is to that quality, that's fine. Go pay somebody else $50, go pay them $5 to get a $10 logo maybe mm-hmm. on a good day. Yeah. And that's great. Maybe be happy with it. Maybe. Maybe. But, you know, you're still not going to get that quality. You're not going to get that sort of, you don't get the customer service, you know, when you go for that. You're paying for the low end, and that's that's fine if you want to do that. I will lose that job if I need to okay. because it's not worth my peace of mind. No, that makes sense. I think I told you as we got going, as I got the logo, I, I wish I had met you before. Mm-hmm. I changed the name. For and I appreciate everything. it. Because, I, I mean, going online, cool. It was easier, mm-hmm. but I was never fully happy with the logos that I got. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you were definitely more expensive to them, but the logo, the uh, uh, personability, is that even a word? Um, the communication, the breakdowns of everything, the being able to bounce ideas off you and then you either saying that's a good idea or that's a bad idea and I'm going to show you and tell you why mm-hmm. and if you still don't believe me then we'll move, we'll go on with it type of deal this instead of dealing with the computer which I was even though there's supposedly someone else on the other end mm-hmm. you know we were texting but we were also meeting a couple times face to face so it was more personable and I wish I had met you fucking way back it's two years ago before we fucking started this ordeal. Which, even then, I probably would have had a fight with my old business partner. 
to deal with you, but that's good to hear there. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, I could have charged it more. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're like, no, that was still my money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, you know, it's you you are paying for the process. You're paying for, again, the customer service. That's what I'm trying to put into some of the things that I do. Because I realize, you know, it's a hard thing, especially if you don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I have to spell it out sometimes because I realize not everybody gets it. Yeah. And if you don't get it, that's it's it's all right. It's my job to let you know that I'm going to be doing this job and what I'm going to be doing. Because mm-hmm. if I just was to say, I don't know, tell you I'm building your fence over the next day and spend an hour building your fence at the end of the day, mm-hmm. but charge you for a full day. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, so before I let you go, and we've gone over time, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. What what's your recommendations for somebody who wants to get into the creative design, the, the creative uh, graphic design, thank creative you. consulting, which thing? Both. Okay, Both. We'll, we'll, we'll go with graphic design because that's kind of where we're at. That's where we spend most of the time so, talking about. Where, what does that say? For God forbid, some high schoolers listening to this and they want to be a graphic designer. What do you recommend them to do? to take the steps to be a graphic designer. Not so much a successful one, but just one in general. Well, uh, I would hardly say that I'm successful. Um, I appreciate the the supposition that I might be. But uh, (laughs) uh, I think the first steps is always finding the things that you like. A lot of people like things and they don't know why they like things. Hmm? Figure out why you like those things. It It sounds ridiculous. It's like, of course, I know what I like, but do you know why you like the things that you like? Okay. Um, that is a foundational point of figuring out what you would be doing with your design. Other than that, sketch a lot. Sketch a whole lot. Sketch, fill up sketchbooks, fill up notepads, sketch while you are taking notes. Do whatever you can to keep creating. Do not stop. I mean, take a break, obviously. Mm-hmm. Take care of yourself. But it's more so important that you keep the creative process running because when you, on a daily basis, keep your keep your um, your mind working, it makes it easier for you to reflexively be better at creating and be more creative. Um, do not undersell yourself if you are going to start doing official work. Start doing work for yourself. Do things that you enjoy. Because you will have plenty of times to do things that you don't like. That's basically what the majority of adulthood is for most people. Yeah. Um, but if you want to be doing something that you enjoy, spend some time doing some for yourself. You know, I've, I have my fair share of designs that I have on the side that have not been used for anything else. And some of those are just waiting for their moments. Some mm-hmm. of them are never going to be used. But... I'm constantly doing something. I have lists. Keep lists. (laughs) That's a good thing. If you're going to be a business person and you want to run yourself as a freelancer doing business, then make sure that you're prepared for what that means. Um, Be it long hours, be it a second job, be it the price of programs, which can get up there. Yeah. Yeah, they can't look right. Yeah, so just be prepared. It's a lot, but if you want to do these things, make sure you're dedicated to it. Don't don't go halfway. You know, there's a lot of there's a whole bunch of people out there that are going halfway. They're only they're only 
making the plans, but they're not following through. Following through is the important part. Yeah. Well, and that is our time today. Thank cool. you, Anthony, for coming on. Again, we plug your Twitter and your other little dingamajig and your Instagram real quick. Yeah, like I said, it's I Anthony Marshall on most things. Um, I-A-N-T-O-N-Y-M-A-R-S-H-A-L-L. And if you look that up, either Google or anything, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Behance. Um, like I said, contact me in either of those ways. I hope to hear from some of you guys, um, all negative four of you. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you might lose followers now. Huh, it's all right. <laughs> Half of them are bots, so it's cool. Yeah, it's, yeah, it I didn't cool. buy them, though, because I don't got that kind of money. <laughs> <laughs> That's where all my damn fucking money went. <laughs> Well, again, thank you for coming on. It's been Thanks fun. For, yeah, it was a blast. Yeah, we started off a little slower, but got already got into it. That's awesome. And yeah. somebody texted me. Cool. Uh, follow us, Cathartic Podcast, at Twitter. It is C-P-O-S-Cast. That is at C-P-O-S-Cast. Instagram is I think it's Cathartic Podcast. Cathartic Podcast is the Instagram. Uh, I don't think I said that with like uh, uh, an accent. Well, I like to <laughs> emphasize the tick because sometimes it goes cathartic, but I want cathartic. Mm-hmm. So I want them to hear the TIC at the end instead of. There you go. Yeah, emphasize it. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, oh, I, don't, I don't know how many people follow that. I mean, I don't post much on it, anyways, unfortunately. But, uh, uh, we're trying to make you better at that. I know, yeah. I know. I'm still trying to figure out how to fucking like things on Instagram. Uh, it's the simplest thing. It's a double tap. <laughs> Man, we'll talk about my fuck up here in a minute. <laughs> but I did a couple days ago. But anyways, thank you for being on. Please follow us at CPOSCast. That is at CPOSCast. That is on Twitter. Uh, Instagram is the, the Cathartic Podcast. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know anything else besides that. We don't do Facebook because that's a pain in the ass. Uh, and that's it. Please go out and enjoy your day. Fuck shit up and dominate everything. Y'all have a good one. That's fine.